Dad, did you wash my jersey? Mom, can you sign this paper? It's for school. Is there anything else to eat? So what's this fundraiser for? Ooh, can we stop the library? So when's our next Disney trip? Hey, Dad, can I ride with you? Did you record the soccer game? We are not getting a cat. The laundry is still out of control. Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randa, Season 2. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we're here for another week. We made it to the couch, Julie. What did I tell you this morning? You remember? That you can't wait to see me on the couch? That's right. I said the day is long, but I can't wait to get to the couch. And we made it. We made it. Kids are in bed. Lunches are packed. (laughs) And <laughs> clothes are laid out. Clothes laid out. A plan for attacking the carpool the tomorrow. Gecko. Oh, yeah. I actually just texted that. The gecko has been fed. I think all is right with the world and we're able to sit down. Yeah. So well, we, here we are. Here like we it or are. not. Ready or not. Here we go. So, Rick, what do we do on the Victory Couch for our brand new listeners that have well, recently joined us? If you are new to the couch, uh, Julie brings two questions to me that I have never heard. I bring two questions to her. We banter. We uh, talk about life's victories, hence the name The Victory Couch. And uh, she sits on the right side of the couch. I'm on the left. She has, you know, one way of thinking. I have another. Mm-hmm. But together, we're like the yin and yang. There and, you, you know, it yeah. blends. And hopefully we make you think, make you laugh, make you smile, inspire you a little bit. All good. So do you want to start this week? So I got to tell you, before we start, yeah. I have two fun questions this week. Okay. You inspired me a couple weeks ago. You said, all right, I'm bringing the fun. Mm-hmm. I got two fun questions. I remember and that. And usually it's one serious and one kind of lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Today, I am bringing the fun. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So I'm going to go first. I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. So a friend of mine, we won't mention any names, but his name is Ty. He, he, <laughs> he, tells, he tells me all the time because he's an avid listener. He's like... You know, if I can sum up the Victory Couch, um, it is food and nostalgia. That's what you guys do. <laughs> Occasionally, you talk about Chick-fil-A. Relationships. Relationship, yes. right? And yes. so it got me thinking, like, do we really talk about food like a ton? So I go back. I start listening some, to some previous episodes. Yeah. And we do talk about food. Like all the time. A lot. It's because we're hungry. We are. Yeah. Because it's, it's late right now. I literally just have popcorn right here, as you know. Yeah. So, yeah. I had some... Um, some cheese and crackers earlier. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I guess we do talk about food a lot. Yeah. But so so this is my question, mm-hmm. all right? In thinking about all of the food that you can consume, okay, or at least that you have mm-hmm. consumed in your life, all right? All the food, okay? Yeah. Give me the name of certain types of foods or kinds of foods that are delicious, that you absolutely love. Okay. However, the food itself is a pain to eat. Okay, so oh, it's yeah, like yeah. hard okay, to get yeah. to or it's messy or something like that. Okay, okay, so something I love that's a pain to eat. Yes. Okay, two things popped in my head. One would be um, pork barbecue ribs mm-hmm. and another is pineapple. I love those answers. Thanks. I love them both. Probably pineapple more. But yeah, ribs are messy. Um, crabs would be another one. Yeah, hard shell crabs. Love, love, love. 
true Marylanders over here. Mm. Love, love, love. Mess it, eat. I don't care. It is worth the work. If you're not from Maryland, you'll probably say it's not worth the work. But yeah, that's that would be my quick answer. Pork barbecue ribs, pineapple, hard shell crabs. There's no like smooth way to eat a rib, right? I mean, you can cut it off, yeah. but if it's a true rib, it's not falling off the bone. You have to work a little bit. You do. So you're just, I mean, think about this. You're You're picking up you know, a bone and you're <laughs> chewing off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah, it's dainty way to cave do that. Cave man, cave woman as you can get. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. no, there's no, and then if it's smothered in barbecue sauce, oh, which yeah. it should be, yeah. um, you know, it's, there's no, like you're going to get dirty. It's going to be under your fingernails. Right. It's going to be on your chin, on your cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. I get mine on my cheeks. Yeah. yeah. And then like, there's no, like, so when you're like biting into it, you're like sort of ripping it, like tearing the meat right? off. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, gruesome. you know, you're, you're out with your boss and you're, you're like, yes, I will have the, um, the full rack of the baby back ribs. Please. Well, you just brought up two additional questions with that, which is who do you not eat certain foods around? And mm. then another one that popped up out of that made me think of, you said, with barbecue spare ribs, oh, it better have like wet barbecue sauce on it. And that for some people is like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, dry only. Dry. So yeah, all dry that, rub. there's all types of convo. The way that dad does them that I like the best is when he does a dry rub and puts wet on top. That's my favorite kind. So he does a little, he does a little. For me, he will. He'll do like any, a double dose. Any combo you want. And that's my favorite. So that's Yeah, there's a does. lot of barbecue out there. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that take their barbecue very seriously. Oh, right. Yeah, we could do a whole like half an episode yeah. on that. So, How about yeah. you? The ribs. So let's go back. So yeah. you said the ribs um, and hard shell crabs. Uh, crabs, because we are from Maryland, that's more of like a social, uh, you know, meal. Mm -hmm. Like you're not. If if you've got like twenty minutes to get the kids fed and out the door, you're not picking hard shell crabs there. Yeah, you're, ribs are the same way. Yeah, yeah, you're you're sitting down with your buddies or mm -hmm. whoever, and you're just you have like two hours, and you've got yeah. in my ca case you've got like a soda or a sweet tea or mm -hmm. something, a big thing of salted butter, and you're just mm -hmm. talking about life. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we are from Maryland, so we do like the crabs, right? <laughs> right. And then and then your other one. Um, was the pineapple. Pineapple. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's hard to get to. Um, we do, oh, I don't want to say frequently, but probably every month or two, I buy pineapple for the family and slice it up. And, Let me just tell you something. Yeah. Your mother is an expert at picking yeah. ripe pineapples. You know, I think we actually have talked about this before. I think she we is. have on the yeah. pod. You, you can go way back. You go way back. Season one, um, your mom, Joy, mm -hmm. she brings the joy when she brings us pineapples. Yes. That are already sliced, cut, ripe, ready to go. Yeah, she knows her pineapples well. She does. Yeah, I don't know does. what the secret is, yeah. but maybe, Joy, you can fill in our listeners. <laughs> All right, so I, I, I had a couple notes. Okay. Um, ribs and hard shell crabs are actually on my list. Nice. So, um, all right, I'm going to go with uh, first, wings. Yeah. Wings, yeah. okay, again, I'm, I love wings, chicken mm -hmm. wings. And I, I, ironically... They used to throw that part of the chicken mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. I think your dad was telling us about that. Mm -hmm. So, but then of course you, you know, smother in barbecue sauce or, or whatever kind of sweet and sour or whatever you're going to do with it. And then it becomes a delicacy. And you remember during the depths of COVID, how hard it was to get chicken wings at restaurants. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, there's no, like I said early, earlier, there's no, you know, couth way mm -hmm. to eat the wings. Right. You just have to just do it, you know. Um, and they're going to be messy as well. And you're, again, 
you need the you know, anytime you get wings, usually they bring the little packets to clean your hands and stuff yeah, like the that. Yeah, little wet naps. Yeah, yeah you're going to need those. Uh, I put sloppy joes on there too. Okay. I like sloppy joes, but it's inevitably um, one of those foods that is going to end up on you at some point, um, either on your shirt or you just spilled it on your shorts or on your cheek or your chin or something because they're sloppy. <laughs> made them I'm extra, having, like, extra Billy sloppy. Madison. Is that extra what you're thinking? Extra sloppy for you. I made them extra sloppy for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Sorry, kids. You don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, okay. I got I got something that's yeah. a little bit off. Okay. <laughs> we just did food and nostalgia in like two seconds. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Corn uh-huh. on the cob. Okay. You're admitting to this on the pod. Go ahead. Okay. Go. I don't. I don't eat corn on the cob. Okay. And for one simple reason, and I guarantee you, we have listeners that are shaking their head going like, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. You have corn on the cob. What's the first thing you got to do when you get up from the table? You have to floss. On the right side of the couch, we enjoy corn on the cob, and it's okay to get stuck in our teeth because they made such a thing called dental floss, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's all I, fine. But I don't want to like eat and then immediately have to clean my teeth. Because so I cut it. I cut it Every off. Every single time you cut it off. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. See, and the other thing too is now you can put your butter, you can put your salt, anything else on there, and get an equal distribution of all of that. Okay, right. So you can mash it together and not have to floss your teeth. So for me, I love corn. It's delicious, um, but it is a pain to eat. I have to cut it off. So sorry. I just I can do that. Hey, listen, if you're a corn cutter, you let us know, okay? You're <laughs> All the high maintenance left side of the couch. <laughs> Sorry. What do you mean high maintenance? How's that high maintenance? <laughs> I'm cutting is. off my corn. Well, it takes so much more time. And part of corn on the cob, it's the ritual or the experience of literally eating it on. That's called corn on the cob. If you want it like that, just buy a bag of frozen corn. It doesn't taste the same. Okay. okay. Ag- agreed. That's why we eat it on the cob. Okay. Left and right, left and right, okay. people. All right. So then I, my last thing mm-hmm. is going to make you think, okay? Because have you ever gone out and you get an appetizer of loaded nachos, okay, right? So you have loaded nachos yeah, and they come with all the, like, the, yeah. the stuff, right? Uh-huh. Right? So I love nachos. Uh, yeah. But it's a pain to eat when you're trying to pick your perfect nacho piece mm-hmm. that has all the stuff that you like, but maybe not the, like, the green stuff that you don't or maybe not oh don't get that one that's got too much sour cream or this one's kind of soggy and then you're trying to decide like which one yeah you don't want to get the nucleus chip because then you're rude (laughs) that's right the nucleus chip right but you understand what i'm talking about right i do so it's kind of a it's a pain because it's like stressful like oh am i eating too much am i not eating enough i i mean i paid for half the app so i should get at least half the nachos kind of thing and it's just kind of a weird it's just weird. So I think that's why it's best just to buy them separate. You'd get your own. Yeah. And then just like, dip. Or you do like, when I say separate, I meant like, yes. you know, queso and then chips. Yeah. yeah. And dip it in. And, don't, and, and like, you don't have to necessarily share that. Or yeah. if you share it, you know, hey, can you split it up before it comes to the table? So everybody already has their ration. Yeah. So you don't feel like, because I'm guilty of this. If an app comes, I'm eating it. I'm I, I'm hungry and I eat faster than anybody else. Right. So I have to literally, that's why I kind of like like spring rolls or something. Mm. So if there's four, I know I get two and Julie gets two. That's right. So yeah. it doesn't matter how fast I eat them. I know that my limit is two because half <laughs> of four is two. But if they're just like a whole bunch of nachos, I mean, I'll just, I mean, it's a percentage yeah. unless you cut those down the middle or whatever. You know what I mean? Am I going too deep on this? Uh, 
Okay. I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> what I'm going to say is if you have to think that much the friend you're with, like don't, you know, like yeah. I don't want to share a meal with someone who's like watching my specific ration. Like they should know that I'm not going to be rude about it intentionally. If I am, they'd probably be like, Jules, like leave some money for somebody else. My closest friends would probably say that, but okay. yeah, don't worry about your your nachos. I get what you're saying. And boy, does it take me back to college. That was the like appetizer to get like the yeah. big plate. The loaded nachos. I don't even like black olives and all that. But, yeah. You know, it'd have all that stuff yeah, on it. Yeah, you got to pick around that yeah. and get the nacho that's not soggy, just the right amount of meat and cheese and a little yeah. bit of lettuce without the olives. That's right. Don't put those black olives or not chives or big, big sour clumps cream. Sour cream. We don't like that. Clumps, yeah. you know, so it's stressful. So it's good. Okay. It but is good. It's 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 just a it's pain. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening out there, what else did we miss? <laughs> because that was an interesting question. Yeah. Foods that are delicious but are kind of like tricky to eat. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I would that. add as a as a runner up, I would add watermelon on there just because of all the seeds and I just it's like it's a lot of work. And that's why seedless watermelon exists. Yeah. Yeah. Good question, huh? That was a fun one. Fun one. All I right. told you I'm bringing the fun today. Well, this one is going to make you think about life right now. So I've shared with you a family that I enjoy watching on the internet, the Holderness family. Mm-hmm. And they send the, they, if you don't know the Holderness family, go below to the show notes, but chances are you probably do. And right now they have a fun like parody video out called may And it's kind of, poking fun at this time of year because it's like the crazy of Christmas time and the holidays in May without the presents and without the joy and without like without all of that it's basically saying hey this is a hectic time of year we're squeezing so much in and there's no Christmas at the end of it like we're just let's go people we have you know for us we have softball and baseball and field day and don't forget your field trip forms and hey it's teacher appreciation week and et cetera et cetera et cetera so my question revolves around this idea of the season we're in right now in may which is basically may craziness or as they call it may sember and it's just one of those times where as a parent specifically you could really lose your mind easily i've had a couple of those panic moments lately where it's like Actually, I just yesterday on one of the many apps we use to manage our kids' activities said to the office manager of our daughter's performing arts school that she goes to, hey, I feel like I'm going to drop the ball on something and I really don't want it to be this. I really don't want it to be the play that she's in. So like, I feel like I'm missing this and can you help me out or do I have that right? And so, yeah, basically juggling, juggling, juggling. This specific season's crazy. My question to you, Rick, is... What advice do you have for dads <laughs> in the season of where we're at in the spring? You know, it's almost for those of you who have graduates coming up, it's almost graduation time. And for us, like I said, it's, you know, baseball competitions and travel soccer and field trips and end of the year this and, and our students this week have standardized testing. And so, yeah, what's your advice as a dad living through this season? So I would say, as a dad with younger kids, get some snacks for your car. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So no matter how bad the day is, if you have food, you are a hero. Okay. That's really good. Right? 
Okay, so something so simple. And if it's a rain delay or, Dad, you forgot my favorite bat or whatever it is, we have bubble gum in the car. <laughs> you always do. We yeah. have chips. I have yeah. a blanket. Yeah. I have a chair, you know, and of course, then all the gear and, you know, sometimes change of clothes and, and deodorant and all kinds yeah. of yeah. like just stuff, random stuff, you know. Um, so I, I would say that. The other thing is have a, always have a full tank of gas or as much as you can. That way, if you have to run somewhere immediately, you don't have to stop to 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 do that it's great advice that just happened to me tonight actually so if you're in a hurry and you're like oh man i'm running out i got Mm -hmm. eight miles left and you know i'm gonna run out of gas we have to stop for gas and that's that's you know like a time suck so you know um the other thing too i I don't know this is weird just sometimes when you when you look good you feel good so this time of year i always try to get a haircut more often than I usually do. Mm, okay. Nice. So okay. if I, if I can feel better then for me, you know, I, I, if I, if I look good, I feel good. If I feel good, I feel like that I can pour out effectively. So, so far, everything that I've said is something relatively simple and has nothing to do with managing, you know, other people's, you know, stress, um, just sort of being a calm centered human that mm-hmm. you can be in the best version of you for your family. And, and I would say, I mean, again, this is just reiterating something we've talked about before. And, you know, I'm, I'm on my, the Bible app every morning now, and I can tell a couple days ago, I missed it in the morning and it was a Saturday and I didn't get it till the afternoon. And I definitely felt different Mm. that day. I felt rushed. I felt stressed. I felt like the world was just throwing everything at me. And, you know, I was playing dodgeball and, you know, I wasn't doing very well, you know, mm. kind of thing. So I think even if it's just some quiet time in the morning or just getting centered for the day, um, if you do some sort of, you know, working out or yoga in the morning and, and I don't know, there's a lot of dads out there just trying to, you know, just get to the first cup of coffee. And, and I get that. Um, I don't drink coffee, so I have to get my get my energy from from other places. Uh, but I think just the final thing is just to be organized like constantly. And this, this sounds so unnatural, especially if you're not an A type person. And I am constantly going over the schedule. All right. What do we have this week? What do we have this weekend? What do we have, you know, coming up? What are long-term goals for, you know, our kids, short-term goals? What do we have tomorrow? Um, you know, walking through the day, laying out your clothes tonight, before we started recording, I laid out my clothes for the next two days. Mm. I've just started doing this. Okay, people, I don't know, maybe it's just another level. I have level. noticed double um, ensembles laid out, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I thought maybe it was like you're working out, yeah. you're sweating, and it's a second. No, okay. No, I'm starting right. to do it because it's like, it's almost like meal prep kind yeah. of thing. You know, yeah. those preppers that do like seven Sunday, days, I'm yeah. going to eat mm-hmm. this. I'm starting to do that a little bit with my clothes because, okay. you know, like, I don't know, it, it feels better on that second day when I don't have to lay it all out when it's already laid out for me. I'm like, wow, this is nice. Um, you know, so... I mean, I don't, I'm not an expert at it. Believe me, believe me. I don't have it all together. I mean, our, our son ended up at a baseball field without his baseball gear the other day. Okay. So we, we're, we're just, we're human beings. He we got there though. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not experts at it, but I think as a dad, as, as somebody that, um, is in charge of, you know, just as much, um, as, as moms are, you know, you have to pour in and you have to pick up that slack when maybe somebody else isn't, or you have to th- sort of fill in the gaps, 
you know, because usually it's the moms that are the lunches and, you know, parent day and we got to get a plant for our media specialist, you know, Mm -hmm. and the dads are left, you know, making sure that there's no gaps there. I think so, you know, really working together with your partner to try to uh, find the holes and get out your, break out your spackle dads. That's what I'll say. And you can use that in terms of um, having snacks. I like that. I think you said, yeah, these were probably just little tips, but I think they were great tips The have snacks in the car. That's actually something that hit me the other day. I was in the middle of my work day and I was like, oh, I got to run to the store and stock some stuff because I don't have any currently. Like we have gum. That's it. That's it. And not even the fun gum like your car. (laughs) Well, you know who gave me the idea? You did. Because a lot of times at the studio, I'll work sometimes nine, 10 hours without Um, eating anything. And so... uh, I started giving you cases of applesauce. Yeah, Yeah. I got little applesauce pouches. (laughs) And I was training in Kali, which is stick fighting the other day. And, you know, I was training with my partner. I said, you know what? I'm just, I need something. I got to, I said, hold on. And I go in the back, I get a little pouch of applesauce and I start, you know, sucking it down, you know, cause that's what you do. And I'm like, you want some applesauce? You know, kind of thing. He's like, no, no, man, I'm good. And, uh, I felt like a thousand times better yeah. cause I had applesauce. Yeah. It's so simple, but imagine how your kids are if, you know, cause it's one thing if you haven't eaten for a couple hours, it's another thing if your kids are like, dad, we haven't eaten since Tuesday. Is there any way we can get something? <laughs> like, man, I, I, I have like an old, you know, I got old chewing gum and a Tic Tac, you know. But if you have snacks. Yeah, granola bars, you, popcorn. And the weather's unpredictable, you know. So oh, yeah. if it's hot and you can have some sort of drink, um, believe me, you're, you're a hero. And same thing with the food. Yeah, if that's it's a rain good. delay and you got nacho Doritos, I'm telling you, yeah. you are the hit. That's true. Yeah. And the gas tank thing, totally good advice. Yeah. Yeah. When you're not busy, fill up your gas tank. My advice for surviving this time of year is very, very, very simple. And it's the line that I say often, we just need to give each other a lot of grace. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the answer because like I said, I own up to, Hey, I'm probably going to forget something. I'm probably, something's not going to, and you know, I had, our son today, he was like, mom, I just told you that like yesterday I asked him a question and I was like, well, bud, I have a lot in this brain of mine. I had a lot in my head from work and you literally just got me straight from that. So I, you know, it might've fallen out, you know, (laughs) it's like, I might've missed that. So that's why I'm asking you again, you know, and I'll say, I need you to give me grace on that because Mom's going to miss something. That's the secret key. You know, giving each other grace, giving yourself grace, and teaching your kids what that means. Yeah, that's and good. And I, I think in seasons like this where it feels like you're just swimmy-headed all the time, you can kind of model that. Like, hey, I'm I'm probably going to forget something. But in fact, I will be forgetting something at some point. And when that happens, here's what I need you to do for me. You know, I'm going to mess up. Yeah. And I I think when we model that to our kids, they realize how to handle those moments because that's going to happen to them in their childhood and in their adulthood. So it's okay to own up to like, hey, I'm I'm bound to forget something. You know, the other day I was like, oh, man, I signed up for something for the production next week. Now, what day is it? I, I don't remember. And, you know, it's okay. I hate to be that mom who's like, hey, what? 
what was it that I signed up for? <laughs> but you also don't want to sh- show up and not do something. So if you have to ask twice, again, it's just asking people in your circle to give you grace. And most people are very forgiving and understanding. So that's my tip for getting through this season. Yeah, I, I get it. And also realizing it's just a season. Yeah. It's just a season. It's so temporary. It'll be okay. And I think we all go through those, the ebbs of flows of life, you know, where, you know, it's really busy. And then, you know, and a couple months later, you're sitting on a beach and the hardest decision is, you know, what kind of sunblock you're going to put on that day. So, yeah, good question. Thank you. All right. So my second question is going to deal with your passion, which is photography. Okay. So you shoot weddings uh, a fair amount of time. Okay. Okay. And, um, I think you're going to be good at answering this question. In fact, you may be an expert at this question. Okay. So it's a two parter. What are the best wedding songs for dancing? And the second question is what are the sweetest wedding songs? Like the ones that you play or the ones that somebody plays at a wedding and you're like, Oh, like, yeah, that's a wedding. That's sweet. So let's do dancing songs first to get everybody, you know, mm-hmm. on the dance floor. Okay, what's what's the go-to that you've heard played that everybody's got to like, as soon as they play it, like, oh, yeah, you know, Grandma Denise is going out there on that one. What, what what's, what's the dance wedding songs mm, well, go-to? I mean, a lot of people do like We Are Family. Oh, that's you a know, good that's, one. That one's pretty classic, I would say. Um, depending on the wedding and the vibe that you're experiencing, how party vibe it gets, I would basically say as soon as 90s like gangster raps thrown on there, <laughs> it's time to get down. That's right. Yeah. I'll just put it very simply plain as that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, really anything in that genre, anything nostalgic, that's yeah. really what it comes down to. Anything yeah. that's nostalgic that reminds you of your teen days that's big, big times. I mean, things like silly songs like Stacy's Mom, even. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good one. You know. Fountains of Wayne, right? Fountains yes. of Wayne, yeah. Um, yeah, just a, there's a wide variety. I've, I've heard quite a bit. Of course, there's your typical cha-cha slide mm. and all of, I know you're not a fan of those. Not a fan. Um, and we, do you remember at our wedding, we requested no um, group dances. organized dances. Yeah. We were like, <laughs> if someone comes up, nope. Yeah. That's funny. We were we laid the hammer down on that. We're like no yeah. macarena, yeah. no electric slide, no cha cha slide. But but no. these are dance songs that yeah, people get play people, at weddings to and they get, get them out to there. the floor. Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. so all of those for above. Um what may what makes what was part two? What what's so, the sweet part? Like the sweetest songs. Like, you know, like when when mm-hmm. there's a song playing and you're like, Oh, that's oh Yeah, I I go to, um, you know, like Butterfly Kisses, which Mm. would be like father-daughter dance song. Um, That was not mine. Um, In my daughter's eyes, Martina McBride was the Mm. one I had at our wedding for dad and I. Um, Yeah, I would say that anytime that it's like mother, son, father, daughter, those tend to be ones. Um, I Hope You Dance was yours with Leanne Womack. Yeah. With your mom. I remember that. Um, but no, like general ones that make you go, oh, that's so sweet. It's really just, I, I don't want to say everyone has the same one because fortunately I think couples are getting more and more unique yeah. to pick something that is special to them. 
Um, but a song that I currently like that there's a few weddings coming up and I remember saying, Hey, if you need a wedding song, I love the song by Drew Angus and I think it would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drew Angus. yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I love that couples are being not so cliche these days, which is fantastic, but it's your typical, like I said, if it's nostalgic, if it's nineties, if it's. For, for this era, probably 2000s. If you're getting married now, I'd probably say 2000s might be what you go for. Um, but yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah. Um, what's the name of that Drew Angus song, in case anybody's oh, looking for it? Um, hmm. uh, that Drew Angus song is uh, Made to Love You. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. So yeah. if you're getting married in the near future, yeah. look it up. I think we might have talked about it on the episode where we talked about artists that we love that you may not know so yes. yeah that's a good one drew angus okay mm-hmm. so i'm gonna bring the sweet songs first since we're talking about okay. that now okay um the way you look tonight oh yeah classic when that plays it's mm-hmm. like i think tony bennett actually yeah. it is that, right? it is tony yeah. bennett yeah, yeah. yeah pretty sure um stand by me one of my faves when that starts playing In the night. easy now easy you're gonna make me cry time, time after time by cindy lopper yeah, I think that's a good one. Well, My Best Friend by Tim McGraw. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, well, you researched well. At Last by Etta James. Love. Oh, that is, that's wedding right there. I've seen a bride sing that at a wedding before, too. Um, Marry Me by Train. Yeah, acoustic oh, version. That's Love really it. Yeah. good. Yep. My Girl by The Temptations. That's a good one. That's a good father-daughter, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I swear, all for one 90s power like ballad. Yeah. Anything by Boys to Men, I think is Anything good. Anything by Boys to Men. And then my last one that I had was Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And um The Hawaiian yeah, version. The Hawaiian version. Yeah. And I'm telling you that just you start playing that at a wedding and it's just it's misty. Yeah. Good I stuff. get I get misty. Good stuff. Um as far as dance songs, mm-hmm. I only had a couple. Um you went nineties gangster rap. I went a little more I went like Sweet Caroline. Oh, so a little bit more PG. Yeah, by mm-hmm. Neil Diamond. Yes. Because the ba ba ba. Oh, and, it gets everybody. And then if you're a Red Sox fan, like. Oh, well, you're in. You're in. You yeah. just want to get out there. Happy by Pharrell, I think. Yeah, that's. When that starts playing. know that one. Everybody starts, you know, bum, going bum, out bum. and getting all excited. And then Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon. I think Excellent every one. time that that plays at mm-hmm. a wedding, it's just, it's, there's this palpable yeah. energy. Yep. And I got a feeling Black Eyed Peas. That'd yeah, be another one. Yep. Yeah. I got a feeling. Yeah. So. Yeah, so these are wedding songs. If you're going to get married, <laughs> feel free to make the playlist. You call it the Victory Couch playlist. Yeah, just pick and choose. And uh, yeah, Etta James at last. Yeah. Mm. And I think the way you look tonight, Tony Bennett version. Yeah. Much better than Janice's version from Friends, may I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. So my last question for the night is a fun one that you may have to think about for a second. Okay. Okay. I like thinkers. Very, very simple. And in order to get to this question, I'm just going to give you my answer from the top so you can understand what I mean by this question. Okay. 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 I'm ready. So the question is, what's the best $20 you've ever spent is the question. And I asked that question because... I purchased an item maybe about a month ago and I remember saying to you about a weekend after purchasing said product, I'll explain it in a second, man, that's the best $20 I ever spent. And I've been thinking about asking you this on the podcast here on the couch for a while. And I'm like, oh, he's going to think about it though. So let me explain. 
Do you remember what this was that I bought? I do not. Okay, Alex, it's okay. What I got was a smart toothbrush. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. I was hoping we would talk about this at some point, (laughs) but I didn't want to bring it up because it's not my place to bring it up. All right. So I got this truly is the best $20 (laughs) I've ever spent. Okay. You got to plug the product. I will. Okay. Okay. It's the product is called Hum, H-U-M. It's a toothbrush made by the Colgate company. It comes in a little carrier case and you download and I sound so funny talking about this, but it is my new thing. So you download an app to your phone, which also surprises me because I don't like to be on my phone a lot, but the app allows you to see where you're, where you need to improve on cleaning your teeth. And it is amazing. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's the coolest toothbrush. It's so cool. And it's no joke. I did spend $20 on it. I, it was like $20 and a couple cents. And here's the cool part. You earn what they call smile points by creating good habits and brushing your teeth. How many smile points do you have, Julie? I have over 300 right now. And I've only had it for a couple weeks. So you earn smile points <laughs> by meeting your goals which would be for me brushing twice a day with 80% coverage or greater. Mm, okay. To get the points. Well, you can get challenge points by creating challenges like that. Like can I you challenge another brusher. Like, ooh, Hey, I challenge you to I a brush off. I haven't looked into it that much, <laughs> but it's like, you know, like one of mine is it deals with like the amount of times you floss, the mm-hmm. amount of times you use mouthwash, you would ace that thing. But you're, I'd have, I'd have a thousand smile points. Your Enneagram three achiever self would love the hum (laughs) toothbrush because you're like, yes, I did just turn four points today, (laughs) but it is the coolest thing because you're okay. So I don't always have to have the phone on. You can have the phone on and that's called a guided brushing. So it shows you, you've seen me do it. It sets the, it sets like what zone you brush in. And it also, it taught me way more than I ever thought about brushing. Because, you know, you just brush your teeth out of whatever habit you've formed over time. Mm -hmm. But then when you start to say, oh, I don't do so good on this particular area, you're like, I need to do a guided brushing because you're 100% coverage when you do that. You're going into Enneagram 3. You're you're going into 3 territory now. I slid there for for Yeah, you did. You're in there right now. Twice a day. When (laughs) we we can get into the triad one day, but that's deep diving but what happens to fives when anyhow you don't always have to have your phone on too you can it can be to me so in the mornings as you know it's plugged into the kitchen so I can get up use my toothbrush turn it on a brush regularly still earn smile points that's not a guided brushing Mm. and yes my percentage isn't going to be as high it might be like 84 percent coverage (laughs) instead of 100 (laughs) but I will tell you folks right now I think it's also a good gift to give now, be careful who you gifted to and what the occasion is. But, you know, nice little stocking stuffer. Nice little, you know, it's just fun. And you can get it on Amazon. I'll link it in the show notes. You can go straight to Colgate, I'm sure, and just buy it off them. But the smile points, get this, on the app, they have a shop and you can cash in your smile points for like, um, you know, like a fresh toothbrush head. So, you know, you're also getting a free product as long as you just keep using what you have. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Colgate by, yes, Smile Points and Colgate. (laughs) It's just the best. I love it. You're smiling right now. I am. Very, very shiny. They're nice and clean, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. So it just made me think. I'm like, that is 
if someone said of all time, that's the all time best twenty dollars. Okay. How about in the last like six I'm months? I'm gonna say or in the last in my recent memory. So wow. let's say one to two years. Wow. It is the best twenty dollars I have spent. So my question to you is, what's the what have you have you thought sit there and thought about it? What hmm. if you had someone gives you a twenty dollar bill? Twenty dollar bill. And you're like, man, that is the best twenty dollars I ever spent. What was it on? Okay. For me, it's the Colgate Hum toothbrush. Friends, do yourself a favor, get one. <laughs> and if you get on the app and you start smile pointing it up, let me know and I hope you love it. So best twenty dollars I've All spent. Right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Go in a different direction. That's totally than okay. The, um, guided toothbrushing. If it's food, I will laugh my head off right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have spent money on food, but when you're looking at the best, I mean, like the best. Yeah, in the recent past. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I'm gonna go all the way back to 2000. Okay. That's where I'm going. Ooh. Okay. Wow, that's way back. I'm going back to to 2000, and I'm gonna tell you that the best 20 ish dollars I ever spent was on Matchbox 20's Exile on Main Street album, where such hits as If I Fall, If You're Gone, and Unwell nice. rest. Nice. So I am thinking that that music and this band has stuck with me all of these mm. years and has guided me on many things, spoken to me in many levels, in many ways, and I think that that probably... That's good is the best $20 I have spent in That's recent good. memory. And that was early 2000s. Yes. Yeah. Just Ooh. 23 straight years ago. <laughs> 23 stuff, short man. years ago. How about that? I went deep. But I will tell you that over the weekend, we um, made steaks uh, on Saturday night and sat around our table, which um, happens occasionally. Uh, and we, I mean, we I went to the store. We got our own meat. We cooked some serious was good. steaks and that was a pretty good use of $20, mm-hmm. you know, cause if you would got, get that out at a restaurant, oh, it would be like three times mm-hmm. as much depending on where you us. go. Yeah. 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 So that was a pretty good use of $20 That's in the last good. week. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think some podcast equipment, you know, obviously, okay. I mean, I could keep going, Yeah. but, uh, yeah, twenty dollars. It doesn't go far these days. It doesn't. Oh my word. Yeah. You can get an electric toothbrush or an album. You know what? I say if you're in a partnership, you each get one of each. You get you get yourself <laughs> a coat. Yeah, and then buy like go back and buy some oh, I guess some, what the kids would call vintage matchbox toys. Some nineties gangster rap. <laughs> and Th- hey, that's good money spent right there. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you have, uh, you have. If you spend money on Coolio's greatest hits, you know, that, you know, that's a nice twenty. It's gonna make you start yeah. moving. Sounds good to me. Heck yeah, man! <laughs> wow, are we already at the end? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we had fun on this one. That was fun. That went by so right, quick. What's your but... couch crumb? Give All us right. your couch crumb, Julie. So, my couch crumb is kind of a flashback to my first question. It's just that I've been feeling really overwhelmed some days, mm. just really overwhelmed by all of the demands of parenting children during the month of May. It's just overwhelming. Well, I feel like I'm going to forget. We knew it was coming. I mean, we even talked about it a mm-hmm. couple episodes ago. Like, this is the calm before the storm because, yeah. you know, we, we just have, we've taken on a lot right. here. And it's most of it is self-induced. It is. I mean, mm-hmm. let's not blame other people. I mean, it's it's us. But, right. yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. Just kind of, that that's my crumb. It's just a feeling of overwhelming whelmed days and that 
I'm going to miss something and I know it wouldn't be the end of the world. So I'm going to keep giving myself grace. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing about that Hmm. little uh, pro tip here. Keep Sundays open. Keep Sundays stress-free. Yeah. Rest. And if any of you are in ministry and you're like, I can't keep my Sundays open, pick a different day. I've heard that tip before too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're you're on quote unquote yeah. on a Sunday, yeah. If you you lead music at your church or you're what you're a pastor or whatever it would be, and Sundays you're like, yeah, I, I can't. Well, then maybe Saturday's your day. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you know, some you know popular restaurants even locally they'll mm-hmm. close on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. or you know this place where I used to get um, my donuts when I was a kid they would always close on Monday. Mm, You know, it's like, nope, we're taking Sunday. We're not mixing the batter. We're not, you know, getting our sprinkles Mm -hmm. ready. We're, we're closed on Monday. We're closed on Sunday. We're closed on Monday. And uh, yeah, so recharge, rest. That's right. Rest people. I'm learning this rest. Yeah. You are learning that this year, this calendar year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. My couch crumb is that the birds have taken (gasps) over at the studio. They're they're, about the birds. They're taking over. At the, st- at the studio down there, we have these fabulous signs down there that we have bird-proofed, or at least I thought bird-proofed last year. The birds have said, nay, nay. <laughs> okay, the birds have literally taken over the signage down there. And I don't know how many bird spikes that we've put on these signs. But these, I mean, we have rubber snakes. We have an owl that I put up there. That <laughs> The owl worked for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and now they, it's just like they, this, this well, mascot that no, hangs they, out in the corner. It, they just, they sit on top of them and poop on them. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, an, it, what are you, what are you doing there, owner? That's not even, that's not even doing anything here. So, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you build like a special little metal shell or like a wooden I, yeah, shell I, for it? I built a little perch for yeah. my owl. And it does, it does it does nothing. You spent more time making that than you did for how long it worked. It does nothing. <laughs> I don't just, mean to laugh at your me misery, now? Now you're but mocking that's me. so funny. But, you know, the birds uh, have had baby birds now. Oh, so now, gracious. you know, it's like, where's yeah. the ethical you know, nature of, do I go in there with yeah. like a power washer and be like, okay, oh, birds, you know, but I made the call to my sign people like, Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta do something. They're pooping on the cars all over the sign. You know, bird feces has a ton of, you know, bacteria and diseases. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's very unsanitary. So we, they've taken over. We got to get rid of the birds here. I feel like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which the birds would eat. So, and you know, that's a lot of money to pay on bird proofing for sure. I'm sure that bill's been a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm paying a second time. Couch crumb. What's your prop your feet up moment of the week? My prop your feet up moment of the week. Can I give you two this week? Sure. Okay. I mean, it's your podcast as much as it is mine. That's right. So one just happened. I got to do a senior cap and gown high school football uh, photo session. Yeah, nice. Which was really, really fun. And a uh, student I never met. So, yeah, when they're just delightful humans and you get to be a part of that experience for them and make them comfortable and just have some fun along the way. And the weather was awesome. So, yeah, that's cool. one. The other is um, a moment I told you about over the weekend that was in our house. We talk about peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is basically like, hey, what was your couch crumb and what was your prop your feet up? Um, but mine the other day when we all got to be together as a family, 
our kids, every time I watch them together, I am reminded how much they have grown. And our little girl is not super little. And our son is almost a teenager. And they played wiffle ball together the other night. And it was the most special, like, hit the pause button moment that I've had in a while. And watching them together and getting along together. Yeah. And, you know, she was listening to him and let him teach a little bit. And he was being patient with her. And it was like a rare, sweet moment. And I think I whispered to you, that's the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, the stuff. That's and, the stuff. And we had just eaten dinner we together. Had, yeah, we had. So it was a great night. And that actually... Night. It just blends right into my mm. prop your feet up, which was Saturday was a really good day. It was a hard, I mean, I worked nine hours, yeah. 10 hours that day, but, uh, you know, left it all in the car and got here mm-hmm. and, uh, just, you know, we were able to share dinner and a meal and wiffle ball. And then he had a friend over mm-hmm. and, you know, we did a bonfire, which is really yeah. nice. And it was, we roasted marshmallows. It was yeah. good. It's the best time of year. It really is. Yeah, I would say fall. It's funny that I said that after saying how time of year. how stressed out I was in May. But like the weather and the bonfires and like the food, it's just fun. I love summer, and, and we're it's back coming. to food again, aren't we? We're, we started with food. We're going to end with food. yeah. Well, hey, it's almost time for cookout, so it sounds good to me. Yeah. But. Well, Victory Couch Potatoes, you guys are the best. It's been so fun getting to know some of our new friends. If you're new to the Victory Couch, take a look at our show notes. Go ahead and connect with us on any of our socials. We're out there on Instagram and Facebook. You can and also review. We yes. need new reviews. Yes. And insightful reviews. Right? So bring some insight. Let us know how we're doing. If you really like the podcast and you like certain elements of it, or you know, if Julie makes you laugh, or if I make you think, or whatever it is, write it down. We love it. We love that. We we will see those. We post those, and uh, we get to see the fruits of our labor in that way. Yeah, as Rick calls it, the human fuel. So yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Even just a quick, if you're uh, like us, we still like to write emails. So send us an email if you want. It's all there in the show notes, including uh, music from Drew Angus and all kinds of fun things. So enjoy your week make sure that you celebrate your victories make sure that you give each other some grace this crazy time of year and uh until next week we want you guys just to go out there be a light and let us know if we can help you out or inspire you in any way from from here on out so thanks guys so much and um just have an awesome time we'll see you next time see you guys bye Bye. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.